0: After school. Cool. Welcome to the Make an F School Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Make an F School Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, a division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. This is part two of our two-part series that focuses on helping students prepare for life after high school. My guests, again, are Beth and greg langston co-founders of the college flight plan welcome back beth and greg for the second part of our discussion regarding helping kids prepare for life after high school
1: glad to be here it's our pleasure
0: during their high school years many students have a lot of things on their plates but if they are deciding to go to college one of the most important things they have to determine is what is going to be their initial major now selecting a major and the type of schools youth want to attend can be difficult but whichever mm-hmm. college they are interested in it all starts with the college application in your experience what are the biggest challenges students face when dealing with college application process
1: well usually they start too late especially in the essays that we always know you're going to have to do one personal statement that's 650 words we know that every year it's not a surprise we usually know what the prompts are so I try to start with my students in junior year. We can be writing these and getting an idea because they know what they're doing then. So starting early is key. Of course, you can't apply. The applications don't open until August 1st, before senior year, right before senior year. But the essays, you have to know what you want to write about. Also, visiting colleges if you can. If there are colleges in your city, go visit those. If you're on a sport, sports road trip, if you can, go visit the colleges in that town, getting an idea of what they're like, because you, in many colleges require supplemental essays, and if you've been on a road trip to visit them, you can reference that in your essay, and then you have to look up other interesting facts about the college or classes you want to take you just can't do generic essays so we can start working on all those early because most kids have a college list in their mind uh, of where they want to go and we can get a lot of that work out of the way before senior year even starts which is great and the self-discovery of course early too that would that would be something you want to work on you know since since they're littles, hopefully, there are ways for little kids also discover what they're great at and things like that. So what else do you think?
2: I think think you covered it.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I know uh, for me personally, I think, and I am going to probably start asking my kids more questions in regards to what it is that they like, and, you know, I mean, a lot of times they'll shrug and, you know, kind of not take that question serious. But uh, I think just thinking about, you know, what is it that I really like and, you know, writing it down, we could clean it up later. But, you know, writing those things down, I think would definitely be a, um, a good exercise. Now, getting into college can be difficult, especially for first generation students, but also for households with parents who have graduated college since things change so much during each generation. In your opinion, what are the three most important qualities college admission officers look for?
1: Uh, the first thing, of course, is Great. yeah, that academic success in in several areas. It doesn't just have to be your GPA. It, you know, taking those outside courses if you can, uh, going to different universities. If there's an opportunity for a summer program, even if it's in you know in your town, and you can g- apply to that and try to get in it that speaks well also. That's the number one thing. You got to keep those grades pretty decent, you know? And then of course, we talked about the extracurricular accomplishments, being involved in your community, in projects that give back and commitment to your activity. Not not just try this activity, try this, try this. You know, find something where your interests are and see if that's really what you enjoy doing and try to give back to other people. And then of course knowing who you are what your plans are that's what they're looking for and to be able to articulate that in your college application essays in your interviews i would say also for students call the admissions office with a well thought out question even if you might know the answer to most of that question call them because they will take your name down they will register that you are taking a dedicated interest in their university which is what they love to see and um, go with that and ask for uh, an interview with an alumni or somebody in your area of a university that uh, you would like to go to ask for that interview and know practice it these things will all be written down and you will get a yay or a nay, hopefully the interview will go well, but you have to promote yourself. That's the thing, you can't wait around for them to come find you. You have to let these universities know you're interested in them. We used to work a lot with athletes, and it is about promoting yourself. If a university writes to you, sends you information, you write back and say, thank you so much. You know, you acknowledge that, yes, I got this, I'm excited, you know, so we can do that as non-athletes too. You know, you just have to promote yourself. You're gonna be a student there one day, so let them know why they should take you.
2: Something else that you can do is, even if you're not interested in a particular college that's in your hometown, you can go ask for a practice interview. You know you're not going to go to that school, but you can practice with an admissions officer Uh, doing the interviews so that you as a student get more confidence in that activity.
0: You know um, it's it's, it's interesting because athletics for years you know coaches um, and other athletes have seen former athletes go off to college so it seems like they have created a system in which that information is kind of relayed Uh, but for people who are not in athletics unless there's someone that can give them some of these steps or some of these uh, tips they really don't know um, mm-hmm. which kind of brings me to the my next question we work a lot with people who interact with kids on a daily basis uh, what are some actions that adults can take to help prepare students for the college
2: process um, be involved uh, number one number two start early number three don't think that the school no matter how good it is, whatever resources they have, that they're going to take care of not only these the scholastic portion but the admissions portion and educate and uh, suggest to the kids based upon their skill set what is the best uh, college to go to and what major The school just can't do that. And so students have to go, and discover this for themselves.
1: And adults that are working with these students, you know, ask them questions. There's a lot of fear about going to college and going through the application process because until you've been through it, you don't know what it's like, right? So these adults can be asking, you know, do you know what your values are? Do you know what are your strengths or point them out as parents? You can point them out probably more readily because you know your student well or your child well. If the student will listen to you, <laughs> right. which
0: kind of brings me to the next question: What if the student is unmotivated? Um, how can adults and parents work with those students?
2: Well, that's you know that's great. We you know we find very often that when students go through our program, the first thing they say is, "Oh my gosh, mom and dad are putting me in a new program. What is this? I'd rather be with my friends." And what we do though is we come alongside the student and it's all from a position of where are you today and it's all positive. And contrary to a lot of kids, what are they? how are they measured? They basically look at a piece of paper that comes back from a teacher and it's circled with red, 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 red all over the paper which everything they did wrong. We believe that you should reverse that and say, what are all the things that you do well? What have you accomplished so far in your life, whether you're 15 or 16? And how do we begin to unpack and uncover from your stories of your life what you're really good at doing? And the way we start with that is we help them to discover what are your core values or your core beliefs? And so for you and your audience, if you can visualize a large oak tree, a cutaway from an oak tree, the value system or are equivalent to your roots that are deep down, that are down in the the ground, that hold up the trunk of the tree, which is your purpose, which we help them uncover, which then supports the branches and the goals and the objectives that they have, which are the, the branches of the tree. And so if you have clear guidance and clear understanding of what your values are as a student, not your parents, not your guardians, not your friends, but what are your values, then you know what you should start, stop, and continue doing to support those core values then when you are off by yourself and you're making a decision you can make your decision based upon a clearly defined set of core values Um, when a student finishes their program um, going through the 12-hour process instead of a parent saying well how was school or what was it like and they getting a grunt like "Uh," or it was good Um, what the student has to do is they have to present to their parents and their accountability partner because they assign them. So we have them pick an accountability partner to help them get through the process. And all the videos are in two and a half minute increments. And what the deliverable is is a 14-page document that the student says to their parents in a nutshell. Take me 10 seconds. These are my values, and this is why they're important. These are my strengths. These are my weaknesses based upon feedback from eight different people. These are the majors that I should study. They get 200 data points of information. They then have, they put together an assessment on how they problem solve. And they say, this is how I problem solve. These are my distinct natural abilities. This is my purpose statement for my life. These are my lifetime goals when I'm 65 in the areas of health, wealth, wisdom, and relationship. These are my five-year goals in those four things. My one-year goals. These are two bad habits that I have currently. And it's typically, I don't get enough sleep and too much social media. These are the three majors that I'm going to focus on. And uh, this is what I want to do from a growth perspective, a growth mindset perspective. And if you will, mom and dad, let me share with you my one minute elevator speech that shows how I'm special and how I should be uh, accepted in this university or for this job. And they tell them all of that in this, in this one hour presentation that the student gives to the parents and the parents invariably say, what did you do with my child? <laughs> yeah, This is yeah. amazing.
1: And the yeah. parents also say, do you do this for adults? Because we need this.
2: Exactly,
0: exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's a fact I could go on and on and I definitely will invite you uh, back for some uh, future, uh, a future podcast, especially with motivating students and uh, at least planting that initial seed, uh, mm-hmm. be it with self-discovery or that seed in regards to interest. Uh, my youngest daughter uh, she wanted for her birthday one year a ukulele, and I was kind of surprised. It's like, oh, okay, where did this come from? <laughs> and I really don't know what what she that interest in the ukulele. We bought it, and she taught herself how to play it. And now she's working on learning how to play the guitar. But for some odd reason, she wanted a ukulele, and you know, <laughs> we were fortunate enough to be able to to get one for her. Just to wrap things up for right now, like I said, I definitely want to invite you back again uh, a future podcast. What um, is the best way for people, if they have questions, to get in contact with you?
2: Well, they can get a hold of us through Beth at collegeflightplan.com or Greg at collegeflightplan.com. And obviously our website is collegeflightplan.com.
0: Cool. And I'll definitely put that in the description of uh, this podcast. Do you have any final comments?
2: Sure, we have uh, a document that uh, all of your listeners can go to, it's at collegeflightplan.com slash guide, which basically is a parent starter kit for teen self discovery that basically tells a lot of the statistics that we shared, five top early actions, the actions that they can lead their students to take. Uh, so that they can be successful. Some free assessments we recommend and some ACT and SAT prep suggestions and some scholarship information. That's all included in this document. It has a lot of stuff in there. That's at collegeflightplan.com guide. I'd like to leave the parents with what I call the six high potential essentials that we've taught our kids and every student who goes through our program. And these are very six very simple essentials, but if everybody does this, The kids are going to be tremendously successful. Number one is learn what are your values and live by your values. Number two, do what you say you will do. Number three, arrive on time. Number four, finish what you start. Five is say please, thank you, and you're welcome. And six is be willing to apologize when you're wrong. If you do those six things, and if every family did those six things with each other in the family, or every business or every classroom, we would be much better off, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely some some wonderful attributes And um, you know, I, it would be great if, if people can look at that, follow that, and sort of live on it. That. that would be so awesome.
2: Absolutely. Make after School Cool.
0: Beth and Greg, thank you so much for being my guest on the Making That School Cool podcast. As always, I want to thank our listeners for joining us today our topic focused on helping students develop a plan for life at the high school. Please join us for future episodes as we continue to explore issues relevant to the out-of-school time field.